Seeing you in the morning. It's Magic 95.1 WAJI here on a Wednesday. As always, thanks for hanging out with us, making us a part of your morning routine. Not enough morning show hosts say thank you, so I want to make sure I'm one that does. If you don't listen to all the show and get caught up each and every day with the Andy in the Morning podcast. Katie Law back in studio this morning. Going to get to what's trending with our news. Locally, we're going to talk Amazon and taxes. You got the CDC talking about masks again. But let's start with Simone Biles. Simone Biles announced, or technically earlier this morning, that she is not going to compete in the Olympic all-around competition either. She is the reigning gold medalist in this event. Uh, This goes on to say she obviously withdrew yesterday from the team competition in which they ultimately got silver. Jade Carey will replace Biles in competition on Thursday morning when it takes place for the individual all-around medals. Again, I didn't know Jade Carey's name until I read the press release today. Mm -hmm. Sad but true. They have not done a good job of introducing us. Or, I mean, I knew all of the Magnificent Seven, and I knew Allie Reisman and Simone Biles and Dominic Mochianu and Sh- Shannon Miller and Carrie Strug. These are names that we know. And Mary Lou Retton, I don't know any of these other gymnasts. I know, but the focus has really solely been on Simone Biles. We'll talk more about her coming up, but there, there's no doubt she's the biggest star globally in these games. There's no Usain Bolt. There's no Michael Phelps. America has pinned their marketing on Simone Biles and Katie Ledecky, and she's had her own issues as well with we've, delivering. We've been winning tons of gold medals. And That's they true. and they will announce, oh, gold medal won in bas- women's basketball. Yeah. I didn't even know. I couldn't name any of those athletes and, you know, yeah. all, a bunch of other sports, and you're just like, uh, maybe we should highlight some other yeah. people. Sadly, we only pay attention when we don't win. You want to know what makes the news is when you, like, come up short of America's own expectations is when you make headlines. When you win gold, you actually get buried below the fold. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that mask handy when we start leaving your home starting today. Even if you're vaccinated, that's what the CDC says. They're now recommending masking up indoors if you live in, quote, a highly COVID-19 transmission area, whatever that means. I mean, that's any one person, if you ask my opinion, but stacked living, crowded work environments, things like that. Uh, 80% of new COVID cases across America are the Delta variant. And finally, let's round out what's trending with our news locally here in Fort Wayne. Amazon's tax abatement proposal was struck down yesterday by Fort Wayne City Council after a long discussion. The proposal to give them a tax abatement failed. It would have instead, I think it saves it, Instead, Amazon now has to pay $7.3 million to our community, which some council members were trying to give abatements for or relieve them for so that more companies like Amazon will continue to come. Those who basically voted against it were like, I think Amazon's fine. Amazon's totally fine. That's pocket change for them. And that's $7 million that I think our community could really use. And that's not $7 million in the first year. I mean, that's over time. That's over a 10-year period. Yes. So, again, it's not even a blip for Amazon. That's a quick peek as to what's trending now with our Magic 95.1 news. Uh, Katie Law in studio with me. It's Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Katie comes in today. And I was talking to her about the show rundown. I want to do magic trivia later in the show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, are you, can you stick around? Can you help me with this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I do have to run out of here. I have to do the unsexiest thing a woman <laughs> has to do. Is that what you were telling me? I don't think it's just women. Um, I think it 
is just maybe you sell me on this top five on sexiest thing. Okay, so after I leave here today, I have an appointment to go get my um, mouth guard. Oh. I have to get a mouth guard, Andy. That's not that bad. That's not unsexy to me, truthfully. If I wear a mouth guard at night, I, I, like we're getting into bed, I'm like, good night, sweetie. Good night, I love you. Like, first of all, pause. That was the best mouth guard impression. <laughs> you did not actually put one in, and people listening at home, that was so good. That's the only good impression that I've was, ever done. That was, I mean, top five. I don't think I could duplicate. I, I don't think I could do. Okay. Like, what's sexy about that? You're like, it's not that bad. I'll tell you, I don't find that to be unsexy. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, thank you. Now, there's other things that I think can be sort of, I don't know, how do I say unsexy? Mm, uncomfortable for me to go through. Like, um, like anytime you guys sum up your visit to the gynecologist, I'm uncomfortable because I don't get it. You just kind of don't want to hear about that. Right. Um, I think that's a different level. If you popped over, let's say you had to drop something off at my house at like 9.30 and I'm heading upstairs to bed and I answer the door with my mouth guard in. <laughs> like, that's okay? I Yes, and you know why? I'm going to tell you why. Because First of all, the stage of life I'm at, I'm not really scouting sexy all that you're often. Like, good for you. Uh, and, and, too, I'm, yeah, and I'm like, the, the parent in me is like, do you know how expensive braces are? Good for you for the maintenance. Well, I, my, I'm a clencher. I'm you, not even a grinder. Oh. I'm a clencher. That, I even notice myself doing it. Do you have a like, tight jaw, like sore jaw? Um, I think it... It's just a bad habit. Um, I catch myself doing it when there's more stress in my life. Yes. Like when I'm driving, I'll just clench clench my teeth. And so I obviously probably do it in my sleep as well. Yeah. And I had my teeth cleaning last week. And yeah. every six months, they're like, there's wear and tear back there. And finally, I pulled the trigger, got fitted for the mouth guard. Oh, that's the that's worst. That's super sexy. That is the worst. <laughs> And then you and try not to gag for oh, like an hour. Oh, God. It's so horrible. You're like, on lunch, that. stay down, stay down, lunch. And uh, so now, today, after I leave here, I have, it's like a 10 minute appointment. I have to make sure it fits. And then it's going to take some getting used to, too. And I got to yeah. tell you, after about like two months of that thing, like, you got to clean it. That thing stinks. Well, Mount, yeah, I mean, of course I'll do that. Those oral apparati are gross. Yeah. You know, I haven't even told my husband. Oh, jeez. So I'm just going to put it in. I'm going to put it in one night. Yes! I'm just going to put it in a yes. minute. You like it? You, you like, like it? You, you ready to go? <laughs> I dare you to just show up wearing the mouth guard and, a sm and, and, and nothing else. <laughs> and you're like, does this set the mood? And then you, I, yeah. I kind of want to know what happens. The mouth guard lingerie combo. Yes. You know what? He, won't, you, he will not care. <laughs> he will say he won't. He will not. <laughs> I know it in my heart. He's I know it. such a dude. He'll like, be like, that's good enough. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Whatever, I don't care. <laughs> I think we solved that right there. Oh, gosh. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Feel better about yourself. I think it's fun. All right. Again, um, at this point with intimacy, at the age I'm at, showing up. Just showing up. Showing up is good. Mm -hmm. I don't care all. what's in your <laughs> mouth. <laughs> well, all right. All right. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Katie Law back in studio this morning. How often do you bathe? Honestly, we brought this up several times on our show. I've admitted since I have my son Ford at home or any parent who has newborns at home, let's be candid with ourselves. You skip a day or two. But the reality is, I think there is a societal expectation that we assume people bathe Gosh, I would daily. hope it's so acceptable to bathe every other day. But it's not. I'm telling you, don't you think, like right now, if I bring five listeners on the air and it'd be like, how often do you think most people bathe? The answer would be, well, every day, right? 
I well, it depends if they have kids or not. Because as soon as you have kids, it it changes your time management. You really start to reconsider everything you do in your day, and you are grasping for time. And usually, shower is the first to get cut. Yeah. You do the sniff test. You're like, all right, I'm good. Uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher are in the news because I don't know why. I guess a couple days ago or whatever, they gave an interview on a podcast with Dak Shepard where they talked about not bathing their children or themselves regularly. (laughs) Now, Mila grew up as a child in the Soviet Ukraine, okay? So she said growing up, she didn't even have hot water on the regular. I didn't have hot water growing up as a child, so I didn't shower very much anyway. But when I had children... I also didn't wash them every day. Like, I wasn't the Mm. parent that bathed my newborns ever. That's how we feel about our children. We're like, oof, something smells. If you can see the dirt on them, clean them. Otherwise, there's no point. We do the every other day in our house, but Mm -hmm. we sometimes skip. Let me be candid. Sometimes I just put them in the tub because they stay, you know. Contained. They're contained. That's what I'm saying. They're somewhat <laughs> like a- corralled in the tub. 260-467-9500. I just want to talk to like two or three people. I don't know. How often do you bathe? Be real. Yes. Because f- I'm telling you, I think you and I are the minority by even publicly admitting I don't always get it don't in every day. Think so. I really don't think so. Well, and you're right. There's baths. There's showers. You know, how people bathe is, you know up for debate as well. Yeah, I mean, do you count I bathe myself if I just take a rag to like my pits, my crevices mm-hmm. and my face? Maybe not in that order. Your holes and your <laughs> soles. <laughs> Can I tell you? I think that's all that's necessary. I don't lather every inch of my body. I'm a holes and soles person. Anyway, what do they say about this? I forget. It's pretty funny. I don't wash my body with soap every day, but I wash Pits and pits and I yes. wash my armpits and my crotch daily and nothing <laughs> yes. else ever. I got a bar of Lever 2000 that <laughs> just go. delivers every time. Andy, in the morning, hi. How often, if you're honest with us, do you bathe? Go ahead. Dude, like once a week. Yeah, <laughs> you go, girl. Listen, so I'm- my husband sweats his face off every day, so he'll take a shower in the morning and at night. But I'm not sweating. I'm not showering. I'm not shaving. I wash my pits, maybe my unders, and that's it. Once a week, that's it. I mean, how? I mean, when you tell people that, do you? Is their reaction taken back, or they're like, "Oh yeah, me too." Oh, I'm not telling anybody. That. Okay, right. <laughs> all right, that's we, my that, point. All that's right, just not discussed. <laughs> right. I think that I think a week maybe is a little extreme. Andy I would say in the morning, after three or four days, it's pushing it. Well, good morning. Hi. How often do you shower? Um, I actually do shower every day, but I also work out four to five days a week. Well, see, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, every time you sweat, you got to go. That does make a difference. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But your point is, when you, when, you, when you see most adults walking down the street, don't you believe in your heart they've bathed in the last 24 hours? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You would yeah. hope. You would hope. Working <laughs> Thank out you for the is call. A, working out is a game changer. But Andy, uh, I have been known to blow dry the sweat out of my hair. Oh and yes. Just go on with my day. Again, just time management. How often do you bathe? Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis. Not regularly. Not regularly is the answer. I love the full confessions. <laughs> I do. I'll just put it out there. Sandy in the morning. Sandy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Katie Law's in studio this morning. The top story today is Simone Biles pulling on a team competition. And 
pulling out of individual competition for the all-around. Now, there's still a chance that she will compete in individual events, but she is the reigning gold medalist in the all-around gymnast, which is why that title has helped bring apart some people declaring her the greatest gymnast of all time. However, she apparently, according to her, had a mental break yesterday and thought it would be best if she didn't compete and took herself out of competition for the team, the betterment of the team, which ultimately won silver. Now, look, mental health is the big topic today, and we don't have a ton of time in these segments to really go into the depth we need to. Mm -hmm. But I will say that I understand that uh, mental health Uh, The mental aspect of sports is a huge deal. If you've ever played sports, you know about this. Uh, Let's say you're a great baseball player, but you have an 0 for 25 slump. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes in golf, you have the yips where you just keep shanking everything. Uh, I thought she had a hurt ankle because she has yet to really stick a landing. Or maybe it's like an inner ear infection because so much of gymnastics has to deal with balance. True. Knowing where you are in the air, on the beam, on the floor. And if you don't know where you are in space... It's tough Mm -hmm. to land if you don't know. It just throws you off, right? Um, So here's Simone yesterday. If you haven't heard some of her comments. I just felt like it would be a little bit better to take a backseat, work on my mindfulness. And I knew that the girls would do an absolutely great job. And I didn't want to risk the team a medal for uh, kind of my screw-ups because they've worked way too hard for that. I feel like I robbed them of a couple of tents and we could have been a little bit higher in the rankings. Here's another comment, just talking about mental health in general. She's alluded to a couple times the pressure. She's like, I'm glad to be here in Tokyo, but I feel it. I feel it. Oh, yes. I mean, if you ask Americans on the street, name four four gymnasts, you would be like, "Uh, you mean on this year's team? Because mm-hmm. uh, all I know is Simone Biles. I mean, we don't know anybody. We know Katie Ledecky and Simone Biles. That's it in America. If I take away the NBA athletes, you may also know. Here she is. It's been really stressful, this Olympic Games. I think just as a whole, it's been a long Olympic process. It's been a long year. I say um, put mental health first because if you don't, then you're not going to enjoy your sport and you're not going to succeed as much as you want to. So it's okay sometimes to even sit out the big competitions to focus on yourself because it shows how strong of a competitor and person that you really are. I've said this before about athletes. Like Tiger Woods is my best example. Like I didn't know if that dude wanted to keep playing for a while. Yeah. You know? I mean, he'd won like he he won the Masters recently and that was his 15th major, but it'd been like 10 years since he'd won. And I'm kind of like, you know, at some point who you are at 19, 15 is not who you want to be at 40, 45. Yes. You know, you're you're you change. I always say sometimes like maybe golf to Tiger was like a video game that you beat. Maybe mm-hmm. you don't want to keep playing it anymore. Right. And you actually, your passions change. And over time, when your passion becomes your job, it's not fun anymore. And they're finally shining a light on not just the physical strain that the athletes go through, but the mental. And if you think about it, every single NFL team has a sports psychologist. I mean, at least they're recognizing the mental toll. There's the human element. Yes. That, you know, what makes sports great is that you can be a favorite going into an event, but you're still human. Mm -hmm. And when upsets happen, it's because a human element took place. Yeah. Usually you choke and it's all, I mean, sports are mental. I mean, there's the physical aspect, but you train for that. And a lot of times when someone chokes or someone yeah. loses, you know, from they have a huge lead, but then they end up losing, that is mental. 
It's Andy in the morning. So that's a lot of the Simone Biles conversation today. So, um, you know, think about that because I think it pertains to a lot of uh, a change in attitude when it comes to sports. Mm -hmm. We used to be tape it up and go. We didn't care about your feelings. Right. And I think there is a change in millennial sort of generational and sharing things. We're a very voyeuristic society today. You know, being yes. honest, being transparent is more acceptable. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube teaches this. Yeah. And putting it all out there. Sandy in the morning. Hey, it's Magic 95.1. Did you see this story out of Columbia City with the alligator? <gasps> no, there's an alligator in Columbia City. Oh, boy. Yeah. I have not heard this. So this guy's fishing at, in Whitley County at a place called New Lake. It's about seven miles northeast of Columbia City. Okay. And he's just fishing, doing his thing. And up, up pops two eyeballs staring at him. And it ends up being a five-foot alligator. Okay. Well, he if there's one, there's more than one, I well, think. Well, maybe. Maybe just the one. We'll see. So the guy ends up calling the DNR, and the local, and the DNR comes out, and they're like, where's the alligator? And they're like, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, he was right here a minute ago, but he's probably under the water, and we can't find him. Sure. So the DNR can't find him. So then the guy finds the alligator again, this time traps the alligator, kills the alligator. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, Okay. Traps and kills a five-foot alligator because he takes matters into his own hands because he doesn't want, you know, there's dogs swimming in the lake. There's kids people? who's swimming in the lake. <laughs> sure. Yeah, there's, you know, and so he's like, boom, shakalaka. And so some people are like, hang on, you can't just kill the alligator. And he's he, like, well, I kind of just did. He's like, I just did because I'm sorry, this thing's out here. It shouldn't be. Uh -huh. Okay. I think we all have the expectation that if a bass touches you, we're all cool with it because the bass won't eat you. Yeah. This is a five foot alligator. So then they did some sort of like kind of reconnaissance and turns out that the alligator more than is more than likely was kept at somebody's house as a pet. <sighs> Oh, my word. Okay. And then got too big for the house. No, please don't say and, it. And then they just released it to the lake where it's been living ever since. People. And so this is sort of a uh, reminder to be like, you can't keep exotic animals because this is what happens. People actually had an alligator as a pet, didn't want it anymore, and put it in a lake. Where kids swim. That's exactly awesome. That's, that's exactly right. And that's great decision. And making. so I don't know how long the alligator had been living there. I don't know if it'd been there a couple years ever since being released. Uh huh. Um, but they said uh, I don't know the family where it was from. I don't know how they got that, but they're like more than likely that is what's happened. Okay, which part of that is a little relieving because may there is only one. My first thought was like. Like there's I said, one, there's yeah, there's more. a family alligators. Okay, but if okay, the whole pet thing. But fingers this, crossed, there's just one. Can I just say this? This is why I'm pool guy. Okay, all right. <laughs> yes. I see the bottom of the pool. Why I always have a little problem with lakes is I don't want to accidentally fall off a raft and hit a fish. I don't want seaweed to touch me. I don't like mm -hmm. mystery objects. We all saw Jaws as a kid. Well, uh, and now you don't want to get bit by an alligator. Thank you. And then there's that now. It's Andy in the morning. It's Andy in the morning. It's Magic 95.1. Katie Long back in studio this morning. Ratings for the Olympics have been down, but the narrative, especially yesterday with Simone Biles withdrawing because of mental health, has uh, continued to 
increase. So more yeah. people are talking about the Olympics. There's always talk this time of year about the sexy outfits or the bikini outfits the beach volleyball players mm-hmm. wear and why they wear them. The Olympic uh, team, I'm sorry, the gymnastics team from Germany uh, wears full bo- body unitards. Yes, I saw them. That, uh, they they have, look great. Yeah. So I, the one thing I've sort of taken away, and everybody's made, made, talked about Speedos in the past and what's revealing or too mm-hmm. revealing, and I'm kind of over that narrative in the sense because I think it's tired. I just think it is what it is. That's their uniforms. Um, but I am fascinated. How do I say this? And I want it to come in a non-sexualized way. But sometimes, did, does anybody else just bask in the bodies of oh. these athletes? In a way that's not sexual, that right. it's more appreciative. Like, you know what that is? That is a person that hasn't had cake in three years. That is an amazing physique. Yes, I love looking at the bodies of athletes. I remember when Phelps was in peak condition, they had commentators on the, you know, to try to communicate these sports to the layman. You know, mm-hmm. and they'd be like, "What you don't understand is that Michael Phelps is basically part fish yes. because." His feet. He, oh my his God. feet are huge. Yeah. He has huge feet and he has a, amazing delts. Uh, so he's kind of cut like a V. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, you don't understand his, he, he, you see him from the waist up, right. but why he's a great swimmer is from the waist down. Yes. You know, they're yes. like, he's got feet that look like basically fins. Right. They're amazing. Well, you're trying to look at like, what makes this person so much different than me? Sure. Yes, they've trained like crazy, but you're like, if I trained like that, could I do that? And the answer is no. I mean, there's just this natural, God-given ability that somehow you've nourished into what you are today. Uh, the experts have uh, asked, what is the most difficult Olympic event? Mm. And what it comes down to are these three. Decathlon which is like, you got to be good at all of the track events. Like you yes. got you to pole vault, you have to oh. sprint, you have to hurdle, you have to high jump. That's hard. You have to run long distances. Yeah, the, the decathlon is, is brutal. And it's actually how, well, Bruce, now Caitlyn Jenner, became famous in America. Yeah. You were so good at the decathlon, you were the face of the Olympics. You were the Simone Biles back then. In fact, you were the epitome of masculinity. Mm-hmm. Because you weren't only good at like running, you were good at all of these things. Strength, you could throw a javelin and yeah. Cardio, all of it. Both good looking do it also helps. Um yeah. but uh top three of the hardest sports is decathlon, gymnastics, and water polo. Water polo to me is brutal. You have to tread water the entire, entire time. time. And not just tread water. You have to get yourself up above the water to throw. Aim and throw strategically anywhere in that pool. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I saw the, the water polo. Like, how does the goalie jump out of the water to block the shot? How does the person b- jump out of the water while treading mm-hmm. water to throw the ball? Right. I, I don't know how to do that. I, do, I don't know how one does what do you, that. What, do you flutter kick real fast? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, Leslie Joan, who's Jones, who is an SNL alum who has made, I don't know, some sort of sponsorship over the last three Olympics because she does commentary from her couch. Yeah, they're funny. Here's her talking about the, the bodies of swimmers. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, swimmers are so thin. They like thin and flat like almost like platypuses you know what i'm saying look at the shape of these bodies dude he need a sandwich with a gang of mayonnaise and cheese on it seriously man how's he not floating on top of the water like a floaty i mean and do they have any hair on their body probably not right 
No, mm-hmm. they are they no. are clean shaven platypuses. Platypus. Platypus. Word of the day. I'm going to say platypie.